I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is a show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson. I am in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And joining me on the other line from the satellite branch in scenic Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, it's your girl. We're liars! We're liars! We're liars! I'm here! I'm not in Hamilton at all! We said it was going to happen. We did. We We warned you. We tried to tell you. We tried to tell you. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Back in the building. It's your boy and your girl, Caitlin McKinnon. Hello. You know the vibes. What's up, Scuzzbuck? <laughs> I saw a Scuzzbuck <laughs> getting off the bus the other day. <laughs> the, the, the textbook definition of a Scuzzbuck. Friends, this is episode 253 of the Geek Down Podcast. If you would like to go back and listen to any of our other 252 episodes, many of which we were not in the same room for. No. Too many. I believe you would have to go all the way back. I'm sitting here. I'm scrolling, y'all. I'm scrolling back to, I believe it would be, um, I believe it was on March 9th, 2020. Gross. Was the last time Caitlin and Jordan were in a room together doing this show. So gross. For you. Very gross. You can go back and listen to all of our quarantine episodes and all of our quarantine episodes to come. <laughs> this this may be a one and done, y'all. <laughs> Wait, oh, that Delta variant. Enjoy, enjoy it while you can, but you go wherever you get your audio content. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, or Stitcher. Give us a like, follow, rate, and review. Adapt. Let me dap, Kate. Dap me up. I don't want to dap. Dap me up. Dap me up. That wasn't even, that was a high five. That wasn't even a dap. She doesn't even know how to dap. I don't want to dap. 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 <laughs> I don't want to dap. I don't there. (laughs) Don't you know? Francis McDormand does not want to dap. (laughs) Friends, wherever you get your audio content, tap that follow button. And henceforth, new episodes of this program, whether they are done in person or over the phone, will be brought to your device. You don't have to do anything because they're going to be brought to you on the back of a rainbow mate alicorn named Philip by your mans. Chauncey, Vasilik is the third geek down internet elf. Oh my God, girl. He just loves to drop those episodes straight into your device what he lives for. He is delighted to see us reunited. Oh, yeah. He sent me a bunch of texts. I bet he did. He was really, really happy. Mm-hmm. He says hi, by the way. I'm sure he does. Yeah, because he doesn't text you. He does not, as established. Deep cuts, y'all. Deep lore. Deep geek down lore for you. Lore. You better listen to all those episodes. <laughs> Friends, if you're caught up on the lore and you have any questions, you can hit us up on twitter.com slash geekdownpod. That's where the show lives on the social means. If you would like to donate to this endeavor financially... I don't know that a Patreon will ever be coming back anytime soon, but in the meantime, you can always drop three bucks in the tip jar over at ko-fi.com slash geekdownpod. Kofi. 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 Remember that? Remember the wild days of Kofi? <laughs> I'm not dating myself at all. It was only like a couple years ago. <laughs> it feels like 70 years ago. Uh... I'm, I'm literally 92 years old right now. Kate, yeah, good to see you. Yeah, look at your face. Look at your dumb face. <laughs> dumb face that I missed. Stupid face. So stupid. We are braving the forthcoming Delta variant. Who knows? We're not joking. This might be the first and last for a while. Yeah, we, we, we are unsure. We're going to try and see what happens. And Eight, uh, eight hundo cases today here in Toronto. More than half from the unvaccinated. So, I mean, enjoy that freedom, y'all. Enjoy that freedom. But we're getting passports. Allegedly, yes. Uh, October? Late October, I think that's... I thought it was September 22nd. Is it September 22nd or October 22nd? I couldn't remember. Uh, um, the QR code thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's all you flip phone users out there. <laughs> get, get on board. My my dad wishes he's still out of football. Talking to you, major Canadian retailer co-worker. I know you're out there sending me texts on T9 once every couple weeks. For relevant information about wrestling or comic books. Some youngin asked me the other day how, how like pages were sent. Like, like 
on a pager? Yeah. It <laughs> was like very difficult. <laughs> it's a very difficult. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a really weird thing. And there was like a whole code system. It was like nine one one. I never, I never knew that. I, well, that yeah, was, I, I knew nine one one. That was it. Yeah, uh, that was my sister's, my sister's generation. She had a pager. She was super cool. It was my generation too. I just wasn't cool. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's that. It's that business of like you know your one cool friend who did have it. Yeah. And you would like, so you'd call this thing and then he would call you back. Like yeah. that's the best we could do then. Yeah. What's what was life then? <sighs> Good times. Good times. Friends, Kate's been here for about an hour. Ooh, never mind. Kate's been here for about two hours now. <laughs> As we knew, we did our uh, our catch up slash. Here's everything Jordan found on the internet. I actually really it was mostly vinyl. <laughs> I was surprised. I expected there to be more YouTube videos. My YouTube video at this point is literally just Vine compilations. And an SNL, comp- which is the same with me. And then every so often I get like those TikTok compilations. But I'm like, that's not the same. And TikToks that are really Vines? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying. But you haven't succeeded. If you know, you know. That's all I'm going to say. Is this a murder weapon? <laughs> get off my dick! Uh, <laughs> as- is that a weed? <laughs> No, it's, it's a crayon. Um, really, friends, We t- if you got to the tag last week, we had mentioned that if you say to someone, like, peaches come in a can, and they do not respond with... They were put there by a man. Then you just should walk away, because yeah. they are clearly below an age that you should be consorting with. We're rapidly approaching the point that if you say, if someone walks by you and says something loudly, and you turn to the other person and don't go... <laughs> and they were roommates. Then you... <laughs> Should also not be consorting with them. Gives you a little more leeway. I have friends in their like late twenties, early thirties, yeah. who who definitely still uh, still can speak Vine. But if you can't speak Vine, yeah. Actually, uh, senior correspondent Chris the other day said uh, it's going to take a long time for us to catch up our kids on on all of our like memes and references <laughs> and i was like yep might take a whole lifetime that date back forever yeah. um because we sometimes just speak in references my favorite one i i do have a favorite one recently mm-hmm. my favorite bit of internet culture which is probably already aged out it's the uh it's the here comes the boy song i love that one yeah. here comes the boy <laughs> genius like <laughs> i originally didn't know that it came from just some girl singing to a cat right the first version i saw of it was a girl singing to a possum <laughs> i'm sorry that's better that it's just... i was like it made perfect sense to me of course yeah. you would do that when a possum <laughs> came walking by you all nonchalant uh, <sighs> friends all that is to say is we have done no preparation no for anything resembling an episode we didn't watch anything for the show i'm sure we watched things that we will talk about yeah um but we didn't even, news i, didn't really I, look I at haven't news. no because i'm afraid i'm going to find something that will make me sad which is what news <laughs> is these days generally so like yes senior course by chris just like briefly he just even said the word texas i was like nope <laughs> i'm not Mm-mm. 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 i'm not talking about it no Thank you. It doesn't, and I know what it is that he wanted to talk about, but anything involving Texas, I don't want to talk yes, about. Just put a wall around Houston and Austin, and she's not even from there. And but unless it was like they made Dolly Parton the governor, like I don't <laughs> want to know. I don't want to hear about Texas anymore. Uh, yeah, real sad. My general take these days is just America. Wid like <laughs> Wid America. <laughs> Wid. Um, yeah. Definitely. Friends, welcome. If you if listening to two idiots talking to microphones for, you know, an hour and change is uh, a respite from the general sense of America WID. Um, welcome. 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 I'm really glad you could come on down. I suppose there was. We never did talk about the Spoderman trailer, which I mean, oh. did we need to? The world did? Uh, no, I actually predicted this. What did you predict? That it was going to involve Doctor Strange like erasing things i don't know if i predicted it on the show but i definitely predicted as soon as we walked out of the last spider-man movie i was like oh dr strange is gonna have to erase everyone's memory 
of who Peter Parker is. Yeah, it's a real, uh, it's a real tough hang being a comic fan and and or like a one time comic fan. I don't even feel right calling myself a comic fan anymore. I'm just a guy who like read a lot of comics when I was younger and has somewhat familiarity with these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I think that's unfair to yourself, but okay, continue. <laughs> well, to discover that you're not getting the uh, the you know live action Spider Verse and you're actually getting one more day, which is like the like most maligned right. Spider Man story. Of, like, the last 20 years, which is when editorial at Marvel was like, Peter Parker's unrelatable because he's married. Right. He should never grow up. Part of the appeal is, like, going on dates and blah, blah, blah. So let's have him ask Mephisto to save Aunt May because she got shot. This was post-Civil War, and in the Civil War comic, Peter outed himself as uh, his identity. Sorry, I shouldn't say outed himself. He revealed his secret identity. Um, And... You know, this obviously makes him a target, makes people he loves a target, much like you're seeing in in the trailer for No Way Home. No I, Way Home? Is that uh, what it is? No Way Home, yeah. But I think, it could, couldn't it be like a, a merge of the two? To an extent, I mean, yeah. I mean, the Aunt May part isn't there. It's just like... And you see Doc Ock. Yes. Um, but in the comics, it was like, clearly editorial didn't want him to be old and married, or older and married. So... He, like, makes a deal with the devil, which is like, I don't, why are fans, why do fans want Mephisto so bad? Uh, because they have very little else to live for. I feel like, and I heard this on Chris and Andy, I feel like Kevin Feige is going to have a hard time explaining the devil. <laughs> I don't know. The biblical I mean, devil as. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I like the Marvel stuff, but it's sort of like this background hum now. <laughs> Really is. I, I think I think we talked about it, and I do I do like their movies, and I appreciate them. I just um, kind of looking for other things these days. It's just like they're never happy, you know. Like you got your one shot of Alfred Molina, yeah. You're like, oh my god, that's where's everyone else? Well, he's clearly not talking to Tom Holland. He wouldn't recognize Tom Holland. He's mm-hmm. probably talking to Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Or not. Who knows? Or not. Or maybe or just you, wait for the movie to come out. Or maybe out. you get squat. You're going to get your fucking Spider-Man meme IRL. Like, that's all you're, That's all people want. That's all they're going to get. And maybe, maybe, you don't have to make an hour and a half long video about it. We're just saying. We're just saying. Just, just putting that out there. Follow your bliss, though. Some guy was getting raked over the coals on Twitter last week for another one of these four-hour, you know, breakdowns of why Black Widow was a failure. Oh, God. What is what is your life? Friends, I'm going to be real talk with you right now. Kate and I have been having some serious adjace conversations about the uh, future of the podcast and the commitment that maybe will be uh, coming towards it. I'll be real with y'all. Like it's, I, had a, I had a moment of professional crisis recently, and it can't be denied that making this it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It takes up a lot of my week. Definitely, since we went from just one thing a week, instead of giving each other something, yes. that has brought down the general uh, production time quite a bit. But, you know, I just kind of had a moment where I realized, like, the thing I did once upon a time, i.e. write, I'm not really, like, a don't apparently seem to be part of that circle anymore. And that's got reasons and rationales far beyond what the podcast um, requires, and I'm sure I could find time otherwise. Um, but, you know, it's like, man, maybe we go to a seasonal format. Maybe we take, you know, two months on, one month off, that type of thing. You know, everything, everything's in play. If you've got thoughts, let us know. But, I mean, even, even if I had all the time in the world, yeah, why would you ever devote it to making four, I'd make a four-hour anything. I mean, four hour anything. See, what we always talked about with this podcast, though, is it was not just us doing an analysis of things or talking about the news or whatever. We also were hanging out. (laughs) It was just an excuse to hang out. It was just, and it was, and most of it is just us hanging out and being dumb. Like that is, and some people really like that. Like you said, it's a break from things that are very serious or taking media too seriously. And, you know, we get to talk about the things we love and make fun of each other for the things we love. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I couldn't imagine writing, even writing something 
about intensely about like why Black Widow failed. I don't know, maybe because they took it out of theaters, maybe because people know a lot of people who are suffering and they're freaked out that they're stuck inside and this is not the kind of movie they want. I I don't know. I I thought it was fine. It was a little bit messy. Could have used some more editing. Maybe it's a Marvel movie though. Yeah, but some of them are really good. Really good? Yeah. Some were okay. You watch What If yet? Yes. I have not. It's one of the things I can talk about. No. <laughs> well, we'll hold off on updates for a bit. Um, did you get into anything fun this week? How goes how goes house um, warming? If one more person asks if we're all unpacked, I'm going to stab them in the face. You know I work full time, right? <laughs> Anyways, I also have had to go into the office this week, mm. um, and now I know why working at home has been so great. <laughs> I mean, I was one of those people who's like, oh, I'd really like to split the time, mm. um, and I would, um, whether it's to get me out of the house or just, you know, not staring at the same four walls every day, um, but being at work all the time. It's, uh, it's the worst. It's really difficult. It's really it's difficult. And it happened to be really busy just because the whole reason we've been asked to come into work um, is because our department deals with, like, the running of the college. Um, and we have a blackout period where people don't aren't allowed to go on vacation. So they've asked for the blackout period for people to uh, from our department to come into the office. Totally fine. Um, thankfully, it will be going back to a more – we'll be there a little bit more, but it'll still be more of a balance, which is great because trying to file when people are coming in for, like, keys, <laughs> really hard. Just going to put that out there. It's just really difficult. Um, so being able to do that at home is great. Not having to, like, get my ass up and get to the office, all great. Um, though, weirdly, the way – the way Hamilton works, as far as like transit goes, mm. um, it's weird. There are a couple hubs in the city where you can sort of get a bus to anywhere. Um, and where I lived before, even though if it, w- it was geographically closer to the mall, there's this big mall called Lime Ridge on the mountain. Um, even though geographically I was closer before, the bus... I'd have to take, like, a bus, but then I'd have to walk, like, five blocks. Mm. This bus literally drops me off at the corner where my house is. I was like, and so it's faster, technically, to to leave from the mall to get to my new house. So I was like, these are just bonuses, really. Bonus. Um, So, yeah, there's been, like, finding that stuff out about the house, you know. uh, It's much easier to get to the train station. I take one bust, and now that the train... I'll say, how, finally, how, how was that? How, oh, was that was, how was that one train to exhibition? Wow. It was fucking beautiful. <laughs> and because, also, as we're on the high... Because I can see the highway for some spots on the train, highways jammed. Mm. I don't know if it was the air show or the exhibition or whatever. Because it was always a bus? Uh, no, but I'd have to get... I'd either have to get a bus to Aldershot Station, mm. which is in... Burlington, which is the city next to Hamilton, or senior correspondent Chris very often and very kindly would drive me to Aldershot, or I would have to take this bus that getting out of Hamilton, like I swear to God, a quarter of the trip was just trying to get out of Hamilton and Burlington. Um, But now where this, the, the train finally, I've been complaining the whole time we've been doing this podcast, basically, <laughs> I've been complaining about this. The train would not come into Hamilton except for Five or six trains would leave in the morning during weekdays from right. Hamilton to Toronto, and then five or six in the evening would go from Toronto to Hamilton. Monday to Friday. Only. Monday, that was it. Now it's once every hour, and it's just there's so many people on the train because everyone's like, finally, <laughs> I can I don't have to go to Aldershot to to get to Toronto. Um, so it was wonderful. It was exciting. It was it was fast. I got to read my book. Lovely. How do you feel being back in the Polly Pocket? Um, okay. It was actually, thank, blessfully, a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. We'll see how long that lasts for. <laughs> now that I have <laughs> a blast furnace in here, as all women are. Yeah. I said it. I know what I said. He knows what he said. Y'all women displace a lot of heat. That's all I'm saying. It's our emotions. <laughs> all those feelings. All those feelings. They have to uh, go somewhere. Most importantly, because... <laughs> I'm seeing, I'm seeing questions as we're recording. How did it smell in here? Great. It's very nice. There's a nice scented candle. Also, fresh glade plug-in, y'all. Yeah. 
it does not smell like boy boy musk or whatever boy, it, it is. Took, took some took some work. I did say to him several times, like, you better fucking clean that place, I swear to God. Not that it, I ever came in and it was terrible or gross or whatever, but, you know. When you live, you're the person living there, lots of stuff get, you don't, you, mm-hmm. know, you don't do things. Because you're like, well, it's just me. I know what that's like. Fresh Glade plug-in. So, yes, it was, it smelled lovely in here. It was cool. Now that the fans are off, it's starting to, temperature is starting to go up. We we also have to get this done uh, quickly because uh, it hasn't happened yet. I'll, I'll lay off the mics when it does. But uh, I forget every year, every year, I forget until I hear a screaming fury go across the sky. <laughs> but the fucking Toronto Air Show happens like... A stone's throw from my house. Yeah. I think there is nothing. There are two things I will never, ever, ever want to do in my life, ever. (laughs) One of them is to pilot a stunt plane because, sure, I'll just have a heart attack in the air. (laughs) And the other is go yachting across the Atlantic. Like, I just, uh, the idea of being in a boat in the middle of the ocean, mm. I I want to die. I just, I would die. Um, oh, so but yeah. I'm the weirdo for my undersea ocean-related phobias. No, I have never said it was weird. Mm. I mm-hmm. I have always respected it. I have never sent you a whale picture. <laughs> never. That is true. I have occasionally giggled at the visceral reaction you have to underwater <laughs> And underwater creatures. Mm-mm. But I have never mocked it outright. <laughs> because I understand. I have no idea what's down there. Still. It's it's really deep. I've been doing this podcast for like five years. They still every every doing this podcast for five years, like every year there'll be some story about like uh, heretofore unknown A deep, shark deep reptile ocean fish, fish found at the bottom of Mariana's trench. It's like yeah. Yeah, 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 Pacific Rim was right. That's all I'm saying. Y'all knew, y'all knew Pacific Rim was right. Uh, yes, so hopefully we don't have any uh, sonic booms. Sonic boom! Going across as we record this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, house stuff, basically to sum it up, it's fine. It's just when you move places, you forget that the shape of your house is different than the last one. So you're like, oh, I kind of need shelves, or oh, I don't have this bookcase anymore, or whatever. Uh, so that's fine. That's basically been my life, though. It's like, what other thing can I put away? What box can I get rid of? So not exciting, but thanks for joining us. Jordan, have you, oh, I don't know, bought more vinyl? Um, listen, she's coming at that from a skew perspective because I basically showed her like everything I bought in the last 18 months, which of course is going to be a lot. And so his bookshelf, which used to, his shelving, which used to contain vinyl and books has now, he's doubled up the books, which to me is just foul behavior. Ingenious. At maximizing space. Foul. Um, I've already planned, he needs more shelves. That's just where it comes from. He just, he needs to get the books out of there. They're slowly losing room. He's going to put them in, like, boxes soon. Mm. Just going to be, like, this vinyl guy. Won't be able to talk to him anymore. Just speak in, like, vinyl lingo. I only want to talk about the merits of various pressings. <laughs> and I don't know any vinyl lingo, so I can't add to that. I really don't either. Listen, like Kate said... Working all the time takes up all the time. <laughs> it really does. It really does. And I don't know if I mentioned it on mic, but I recently, you know, got promoted to full-time at Major Canadian Retailer, which means I always work 40 hours a week. And you're like, Jordan, that's just a job. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I understand that. But the nature of my job tended to have ebbs and flows sometimes. Yeah. Where sometimes maybe I only worked four days a week or I would have a short shift here and there and I only worked five hours mm-hmm. I miss those so much Kate. <laughs> you know how much I miss a five hour shift ooh ooh. the best I can hope for now is when my shift starts at 5am so I'm out of there at 1pm yeah that's like even if you work six to two that last hour is like hard this is my, my whole day just I, slipping away from me with the times I've done overnights 
it would be the last two hours was just after your last break. Yeah, it's just it's hard, man. But also, and I know you don't want to think about it, y'all. You know where I have to live right now. You know where my brain has to live right now. Is it? Is it holiday? It is. No, because I'm going to tell you. No, they're still getting stuff. They're starting to get stuff. Like it's coming in. They are. Yeah, and presently there's been a lot of uh, flux at Major Canadian Retailer. It really kind of feels like there are, like, the train will come. Yeah. And it feels like still maybe only four of us are really concerned about the train coming. It's literally like, in back to Spider-Man, it's literally like four Tobey Maguire's <laughs> with our arms linked across the subway track. Right. Trying to hold this thing yeah. from going off the rails. That's what it feels like right now. Because blankets will come. There'll be so many blankets. The blankets will come. What's really funny is people keep on wanting to try and give me blankets. <laughs> and I'm like, please no. I, I don't want them. We are full up blankets. They just, they cause me to have bad flashbacks. Being like buried by blankets. Trying to find like a candle. <laughs> Because some woman wanted this one last the candle, and she saw that on the internet there was one more, so I need to check in the back now. Checking in the back just means you go in the back and you take a little break. Oh, yeah, you do stretches. <laughs> do stretches, check your phone, check your decks. Have a drink. A juice box and a, juice box and a rest. Kate used to just hide juice boxes around Major <laughs> Canadian Retailer. <laughs> Sometimes I still find really old ones. Like very... uh, I was like, oh, this was Kate's. A um, a juice box. <laughs> You don't want to get snacky. It's very important. Um, speaking of being snacky, I have to say, finally stepped myself on a scale again. And? Wasn't thrilled. <laughs> Dr. Linda. <laughs> Wasn't thrilled. Ultimately, my the one thing I can take away is even if, you know, I have not gone down maybe as much as I would have liked caliber of food I'm eating is overall better. And sometimes that's what's the most important thing. You know, it's actual food instead of just, you know. Doritos? God, I haven't had it. Like, if you look behind you, that was my one. I got the loads of garlic cheesy bread <laughs> President's Choice. Okay, A, that's amazing. Man, uh, I recently had a handful of, the loads of is just a, like, brand of President's yeah. Choice chip, and mm -hmm. I recently uh, had some of the creamy dill or something. Okay. It was odd. I can't recommend it. Why? But then I low-key, like, I couldn't get them out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't, I just couldn't grab in the mic, but do it. I just couldn't, <laughs> just couldn't quit you. <laughs> I couldn't quit you, creamy dill. And then I saw, I saw my friend creamy, not creamy. <laughs> So my friend cheesy garlic bread over there, and I was like, "Well, I gotta try that." But then I even forgot I had them. Really? I was eating rice cakes last <laughs> night watching watching the D plus. Ah, that's the worst. That's like that's when I forget I have actual chocolate in the cupboard. Yeah. I'm like, what was I doing eating these cookies with that chocolate? Went to clean went to clean up this morning. You know the rest of the dry goods that I was too lazy to put away, and I was like, "Oh, let me get I bought a whole ass bag of chips. <laughs> it's like me when I get snacky and and. I say to see your correspondent, like, oh, do we want snacks? And he's like, well, and he does this thing because he knows my mom used to do it, but it, it I really, ha <laughs> he'll say, you can have some fruit, <laughs> and mm. I just want to murder him. But then I often do eat some fruit now because I'm old. You're old. Me peeling a clementine every day on lunch. <laughs> Hooray. I'm so delighted <laughs> by this Clementine. Uh, yeah, COVID was only an excuse for so long. <laughs> well, I have to eat this whole cake. It's COVID. I just <laughs> I need to make myself feel better. Food is the only thing. <laughs> Food and shopping. What? I'm really in debt now on my credit card? Weird. I can't, I can't imagine why. <laughs> My ass is gigantic, and I'm $3,000 in debt. <laughs> what? So, yes. <laughs> I was like, to that end, Kate and I are probably going to find uh, some greasy-ass shit to eat uh, after we finish recording today, so. 
Yeah. Well, that's the really the only <laughs> time I'm... We haven't seen each other in like a year and a half. Yeah, we just need to talk about nonsense. I mean, we haven't talked about nonsense before, and then nonsense presently, <laughs> and then more nonsense. We spent two hours talking about nonsense before we sat at the mics, and then we yeah. spend like an hour and hour and a half talking about nonsense into the mics, and then we'll go and talk about nonsense, you yeah. know, yeah. somewhere else, at a ramen joint or something. Yeah, and then we'll we'll make fun of people on the street. <laughs> I'm going to get the Spotify numbers back from this episode. It's going to be like <laughs> average listen time, three minutes. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, y'all. Nobody made it to the half hour mark. Well. Well, no, they they have to. They got to hear me talk about old stuff and new stuff. Them sweet, sweet updates. Well, let's get into it, kid. All right. Well, I actually watched a movie. You watched a movie. And I've been meaning to watch this movie a for a whole long, ass movie for a long time. I've heard good things, um, but I didn't know if that was just. You know when it's been so long and sort of like vaguely in the ether, and you're like, did I hear good things? I can't remember. But anyways, I watched Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise. That's the Tom Cruise one? Yeah, Emily Blunt. Based on the very badly named Japanese sci-fi novel, I think. Oh, really? It's called like All You Need Is Kill or something like that. It's a real, it's a terrible, terrible English name, but. But anyway, it was great. It was just a, it was totally straightforward. I've heard you just get to watch Tom Cruise die a bunch of times, right? Yeah. It was just, it was, I just liked that it was, it was very much in the way I like dread because it's just straightforward. Mm. It's just bad guy, good guy, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> They're, it's not trying to say anything else. It's not trying to like be like war is hell. No, it's just like, let's kill some weird alien creatures and watch Tom Cruise die a bunch of times. Um, so yeah, that was great. We need more of that. More of that. No, I don't need. I don't need a message. I don't need to know I'm a terrible person. I just need to watch Tom Cruise die a bunch and have cool aliens and, you know, cool sci-fi stuff. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks. Right, I saw, saw that was back. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think this season might even be better than last season. Well, yeah, it's every episode has just hit it out of the park. It's been so so good. Um, so I've very, very much been enjoying that. The thing that people complain about with Discovery, which I think is a legitimate complaint, is that you don't get to know enough about the other crew. Like, fine, Michael Burnham and a couple of others, but I really, I, we want to know about the other crew, because that was part of every Star Trek, right? Was mm. finding out about, you know, uh, having character development and, and the interpersonal conflicts and interpersonal relationships and all of that. So that's what... Definitely Lower Decks is just serving up second season for sure, for sure. So that's all great. And then Marvel's What If we've been watching uh, week to week. So behind. So behind. Haven't seen an episode. Um, The first two episodes were great. This last one, which is the Doctor Strange one, is fine. It's real dark. I'm really glad we had Lower Decks for afterwards. <laughs> um, But yeah, they've been good. Uh the first one, which was the Peggy Carter one, I think has been my favorite so far. I mean, who doesn't want to well, see Captain Carter? Doy. Well, yeah, but I really liked her as a character before, and then she's super cool. Um, the second one was okay that they had this, uh, oh, oh, what was his name? Big Bad. Uh, Thanos. Mm. Thanos, like, was in this role that I just couldn't believe him in. So it kept on, I mean, I know that's the point in some ways, but I kept on snapping me out of the episode. Uh, no pun intended, but now it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. That was good. I'll be here all episode. Whack. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I know. I look like a librarian and I'm, <laughs> I'm Where, cool. Where's your chain today, by the way? I can't do it in the summer. <laughs> Why? It's too hot. It's too hot. Burn your neck. It's like more things around my face. No. And oh my gosh, I haven't experienced the mask suffocation mm. in a while. And it's so hot today. And I was walking all the way, well, from quite far. Um, and just there was a moment where I was like, when I had to put my mask on coming back in here. I was like, oh, oh no. I do <laughs> oh not no. want to do I don't want to do that. But I did because I'm responsible. Be responsible, people. Be responsible. Kate, what else you watch? Uh, that was it. That was it. I mean, I I found out a couple things. A, obviously, 
I mentioned it before, McDonald and Dodds has more episodes. Um, and um, I found out Vera has more episodes. Vera. Yeah, and I was going to download either of them for my trip, but Amazon wouldn't let me. Amazon? What are you doing, Amazon? I mean, Chris is lovely, but he does not want to sit through Vera or McDonald and, and Dodds, and I don't believe, blame him. Not his not his thing, right? But, uh, yeah, so I was pretty disappointed about that, actually. Enable Vera for down for offline viewing. Jeez. Bezos. God, no. the least you could do. Bezos doesn't work there anymore. He just collects the checks. Well, uh, what did I get into? I watched the Bob Ross doc. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. I think Senior Correspondent was very interested, especially because of the, like, the way they set it up. Right. And it's kind of what I thought it was going to be. It's like, hey, I didn't know Melissa McCarthy and her husband, uh, Ben Falcone, is that his name? Yeah. Um, Were, like, producers on this. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. And, like, the fear is that, oh, like... Bob Ross was actually, like, out in these streets grabbing ass for, like, the past 30 years. No, no. he actually wasn't. He actually was the dude you saw on TV, so that's good. Um, it was all this stuff afterwards, right? It had to do with this, like, this married couple that, like, kind of helped get him on in the, uh, in the I guess, what, 80s? Like yeah. When he first um, got his show, The Joy of Painting, and then now they're, like, they're real litigious. Like, there's a bunch of people. They throw up a title card that's, like, like... 15 people they reached out to right. declined to participate because they didn't want these two to come after coming them. for him. Oh. Um, his son can't use anything to do what? with his dad's name. Yeah. Oh, that's not cool. Um, and now they just kind of let they own his, you know, likeness, his name and all that type of thing. And that's uncool. Uh, this rivalry between there was another like PBS <laughs> painting couple. Really? They did flowers. I don't remember their jam. They they did flowers. Bob did landscapes. Everybody everybody respected their lanes. But then, ooh, these two suddenly you're doing flowers. Oh. After Bob dies, now suddenly you're trying to shill Bob Ross's guide to painting flowers. Mm-mm. 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 Sketchy, allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, yeah. So I mean, it was. I don't think I, by the end of it, I was like, okay, I get it. Dark. <laughs> he was, the dark side of all of this. Bob Ross was cool. There was some sketchy shit going around. I feel bad for his son, but it looks like he's teaching painting again, so good for him. Um, another Netflix offering that I watched. Sometimes watching things with someone cute yeah. that you would never watch yeah. in your life mm-hmm. is awesome. So when on Wednesday... I sat down with someone cute yeah, and watched He's All That. Oh, my God. You didn't. I did. And? If I was watching it alone by myself, <laughs> it would have been like, huh. But watching it with someone cute was amazing. I did not know it starred. Uh, I do not know his name, but Johnny's kid from Cobra Kai is the. Uh, okay. Is the, yeah. is the he that gets all that it. Yeah. Did he um, have glasses that he needed to take off? No, he did not. He had, he, had, he had greasy long hair. Oh. It's because their mom died. That's why he kind of like oh, he stopped smiling go. and got all sardonic and, and sarcastic. And edgy. And angsty. Wearing Stooges t-shirts and stuff like that. It is the moment where he first gets revealed yep. at some, uh, I believe it was a, a jazz age themed birthday party. Oh my God, yes. And the... Uh, the ex-boyfriend of Addison Ray, our main character, mm-hmm. the viral TikTok girl, I guess. That's what she does. Sure. She's the one who ate shit a few months ago for showing off a bunch of TikTok dances on Fallon. And then Black TikTok went, excuse oh. me. Um, actually? Yeah. That's all us. Um, yeah, she ate a lot of shit for that. Rightly so. Um, and then they gave her a movie? Yeah, and she got a movie out of it. So, <laughs> partial credit. Gross. Um, but yeah, it's it's her ex-boyfriend, you know, beefy viral TikTok star in his own right doing bad pop music or whatever. But it's like they're going to fight. They're going to fight. Oh no. And they're about to fight and it's the realization between her and I that oh my god, he's going to do karate. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, he's going to do karate. <laughs> does he do karate? He does. Oh, yes. We were screaming. It was <laughs> it was fantastic. Um 
And then, unfortunately, I didn't have time to watch the whole thing before I had to catch the train back. Um, so I had to watch. I had to watch the, re- the rest of it on my own later, which was marginally less fun. Oh yeah. Um, but <laughs> as, she, as someone cute rightly pointed out, there's a lag in the movie. The dancers can't dance. Oh no. Everybody knows she's all that had like supreme high school movie era. Yeah. Dance sequence. It was it's, Usher was the DJ. It's one of those things where you're like you go to your own high school dance after seeing that movie and you're like, "Oh wait, no. This is nothing." Also, Rachel Lee Cook plays Addison Ray's mom, so there was definitely a moment where we were like, "Is oh. what is this a sequel or is she just here?" Right. And then Matthew Lillard played the principal. <laughs> I was like, it's like, "Good for you." Matthew Lillard doing things. Stop stop doing Shaggy's voice for <laughs> 15 minutes. Came out for Came out and got the bag. Good for you. Yeah. Um, less amusing than he's all that. Finished message to Adolf. That ended about as happily yeah. as you thought it could. That is, this is a roller coaster right now. Also, you could tell my man was my man Tezuka was rocketing at the end. Right. He's like, I got to wrap this up. <laughs> so the war is over, and then like jump thirty years, and now they're in like Palestine and. German Adolf still hates Jewish people so much. He's like aiding the Palestinians in that war, and him and him and old friend Adolf. It's called Message to Adolf because he puts up. He finds out that uh, uh, Jewish Adolf, who he grew up with in Japan, went back to Israel and was like involved in all that settlement mm-hmm. process. And so he knows he's around, and so he puts up a poster that says Message to Adolf, and it's like meet me here. They get all their shit out. And do they fight? Does someone do karate? <laughs> no one does karate. We just shoot it. at each other with rusty rifles. Oh, um, that's a little less fun. And German Adolf gets killed, and Jewish Adolf dies of natural causes years later. And our Japanese reporter, stepfather of German Adolf, meets his family later. Hooray! The end. Sad. That was a thousand pages. Underwhelming. <laughs> Uh, also watch... I don't like art. <laughs> Kate wants dumb Tom Cruise dying yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. She doesn't want art. No. This is not the time for art. <laughs> when When is the time for art, Kate? When we're just getting COVID boosters and life has gone mostly back to normal and I can, like, see people again and not worry about whether my sore throat is me with COVID. <laughs> That's when we're ready for art. As I sit here realizing that this is the most I've talked to a person consistently <laughs> over the course of one day in probably like six months. So yeah. I'm sitting here like getting a little raspy back there. Oh yeah. But you're like, or is it COVID? Am I giving Kate COVID? Or am I, do I just need to take better care of my voice? Or is it really dusty in here? It's an amalgam of all three. Uh, also watched the Ano doc, the two part uh, documentary on Hideaki Ano, the man behind Evangelion that's on Amazon. That the NHK produced over four years. Uh, I, I started watching it after we finished recording last week, and I told Kate it's awesome just to watch him like <laughs> henpeck the uh, the production crew for like <laughs> that angle is better. You should film from over there, or uh, don't film me. I'm boring <laughs> to the point where like they actually have to have a meeting where they're like, uh, we understand your your. You have a problem with the uh, with the way the documentary is going. He's like, "Why well, don't film me?" Like, he's basically saying, "Film the people I have to deal with me." Like, right. I'm not interesting. The people I have to deal with my shit is what's interesting. And then you watch him like barely be around, but then he gets he builds. It was interesting to see how. And I don't know if this was just their technique or if a lot of animated films do this these days. And you watch a lot more of this behind the scenes stuff than I do. But like mm-hmm. the town, the village that of survivors that appears in the first you know third of the movie he built like or he had people build like an entire miniature replica of this town and he loves power lines (laughs) and telephone poles okay he thinks they're really beautiful so it's just him the people are back at the studio being like we don't have the script yet (laughs) i don't know what to do today meanwhile he's at some soundstage parsing where to put a telephone pole on this miniature see this is why artists shouldn't be in charge of things well when he has the meeting with the production crew some it's like you know obviously it's japan so it's very much oh yes yes we understand we understand miyazaki played along you know (laughs) 
So that that was dope. But it does it does give some insight. His wife is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing, and I knew she had done. She was a manga artist who basically wrote and drew a manga about basically dealing with his ass. Right. Um, which I want to see if there are folks. fan translations of artists. somewhere. Mm. Um, it talked about his dad. His dad lost his leg when when Anna was a kid mm-hmm. and how he kind of Loki hated the world after that because it wasn't his fault and he just never really got over that and fathers and sons obviously play a large part in yeah what the work he would make later on um but yeah just really just really interesting and when it finally does like come together at the end and and especially like the other staff are like you know weeping as they watch the movie come to an end because this thing they spent their lives on is like finally over yeah um it was it was really dope Really dope to watch. Um, what else? Three more things real quick. One of which, so, it's thank you, but damn. Um, we will recall my excitement at the announcement of and the arrival of the Way of the House Husband anime. Yes. yes. This was and the then. anime about a former Yakuza who leaves the life because he falls, falls in love and basically becomes a house husband. Or stay-at-home husband. His wife goes to work. He stays at home. Yeah. And could have been amazing. Someone didn't like the animation or not animation style. That would be me at all. It's basically just like still images. Like, remember in the 50s when like Astro Boy would just like the camera would pan across a still shot of Astro Boy? Mm-hmm. You, I don't know why you feel the need to do that in 2020, but Maybe they had 2021. Maybe it was just one guy doing it. But they did. Um, and what made it even worse was at the time there was like a five minute live action short that they did just as a promo for the manga. Yeah. And it was like, why can't I get that? Uh, apparently on Netflix, there's like five, six minute episodes of that. I was, I thought I saw that, but I was like, oh no, it must be something else. It is, but it's not because there's no allusion to like him being a gangster, which was right. the joke yeah. about the manga and the anime. He's just a gruff dude who like chills out at home and i mean i okay so now i know how to like replace the paper on those you know <laughs> door sliding doors they have in japanese homes or if you really want to watch like what looks like you know an ikea commercial of this dude like brewing pour over coffee and giving you tips on the best way to do it i mean okay yeah <laughs> like i say watching all of these for 15 minutes while you uh you know eat your dinner is not Amazing. A poor way of using your time, but, you know, could have been more, I'm saying. Could have been more. Um, also, on Netflix, uh, my last two things are, like, not really nerdy. They're just kind of, like, things I felt like watching. I watched okay. The Chair. Oh. How was The Chair? Really good. I believe it. It looked good. And I like Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> the Duplass brother everybody likes. I know nothing about the Duplass brothers. I just no. started hearing about them all at one point. It's okay. like, oh, you know them, the Duplass brothers. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, there's two of them. They've made movies occasionally, I guess. Uh, they act as well. And Jay is the one who is in this one. Um, it's basically about a small, smaller college in the States. And Sandra Oh takes over as the chair of the English department after the Jay Duplass character, I believe, was her predecessor. And he has to step down because he's uh, mourning the loss of his wife um, and may have had a... There may have been another reason. It may have been a disciplinary measure. I don't. I don't recall. Um, but it's it's a really awesome half hour, funny but complicated six episodes. And if they never came back for a season two, that would be fine. Mm. It kind of all bowed up yeah. at the end of the six episodes, and I was right. like, "Well done." There's enough there you could probably come back to. But you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to, good omens. You don't have to. (laughs) Also, it really reminded me a lot of, like, so I worked for ultimately three years in the student press. Yeah. Not being a student. Yeah. Like, I went to J school and then did, like, a you know, my co-op at the university paper, which also kind of doubled as an alt-weekly. Right. It was, like, both. It was a student community, campus community newspaper, so Mm -hmm. it kind of did both. Um and then I did the, I was the news editor there for two years and it really reminded me of like the chair really reminded me of all of the like tea kettle tempests right. that like blow up yeah. when it's your job 
as a student to care about everything so much all the time. All the time. All the time. Um, and how just like, it also really deals with like the like older generation of professors and how it comes to more. As Sandro takes over, the English department is flailing and there are these younger, more savvy profs coming in experience with things like social media and the internet and ah, the internet and I've heard know, of you multicultural theory and things like that mm-hmm. feminist theory and things like that as opposed to this like old guard of like three or four older white profs their enrollments are going down and yeah. but they still want to fight for their spot you know mm-hmm. they're tenured so it's horrifying you know it's inconceivable that they would ever get fired you know, I'm not a salesman. I'm a professor. And it's like, well, good, because no one's buying what you're selling anyway. Um, You'd make a terrible salesman. So that that whole the whole atmosphere and, like, the things you care about in that environment right. as someone who, like, sat in on tuition hike hearings and things like that and student council meetings and what they cared, for, what they cared about there. And it's like being outside it because I wasn't a student right. there. I was I – was dirty outsider who came in and tried to report objectively about this stuff and would go back to the office and speak to the editor-in-chief who was also i think he was a grad student at that point but he was also he was my age right right? like he was older as well and just being like these kids (laughs) and what they care about uh the last thing i watched and i watched it at the last second last night because it felt topical oh it felt connected to a through line of this show this show this Our show, show. Our show, show with me and you and me, Caitlin McKinnon. What? So I sat down last night and I watched only murders in the building. Oh, I heard that was good. It's very white. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is this is a half hour comedy, but also w- surprisingly heavily dramatic sometimes. Okay. Um, starring Steve Martin. Yeah. Martin Short, mm-hmm. who I think I said this to someone cute last night. I feel like Martin Short is rapidly approaching Gene Smart levels of like. Protect at all costs. Right. Martin Short's kind of amazing. He is. Um, and Selena Gomez is the third. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a great. Not, not a trio anybody ever would have put together. No, but um, I think that's great. But they all live in this uh, apartment complex or apartment building mm-hmm. in the Upper West Side. So, again, it's the Upper West Side. Yeah. And they are true crime fanatics. Yes. They all love this one podcast. Um. And then someone gets killed in their building Mm -hmm. because they're true crime freaks. They want to solve it. And they start their own podcast about the murder in their building. Mm -hmm. And that's where the title comes from because it's like, it's like there was another killing over in the park, blah, blah, blah. And Steve Martin goes, no, only murders in the building. (laughs) It's like, that's a great title. Um, Steve Martin's character is this former actor. He plays like a Kojak type in like a 70s, 80s cop show. Right. Um, Martin Short is formerly a producer who went bankrupt <laughs> trying to produce Splash the Musical. Uh, yes! Yes! <laughs> um, but he's also broke, so a lot of the drama in his character comes from, like, you know, he goes out to see his son, and mm-hmm. it's like, it seems awkward, and then, then he's asking for money, and it's clearly right. not the first time he's done it, and it becomes like a, you know, the son's kind of like, you need to sell the apartment, and burst out like you know it's it's who i am it's all i have and his mm-hmm. son's like well that obviously makes me sad to hear yeah and you know um and selena gomez has a character has a connection to the murder victim mm-hmm. but we don't know quite exactly what that has to do with or how they know each other or what he was getting into um mystery mysteries uh, only three episodes are out. This is on Hulu in the States and Star, a.k.a. Disney Plus Adult Swim. Right. Um, yeah. Here in Canada. Good times. Not on Crave. Someone told me it was on Crave, and I was like, you are a liar. Um, liar. <laughs> it's not on Crave. It is on Star on Disney Plus. Um, only three episodes are out. Will I stick with it? I don't know, because the funny is not... Funny haha. It, it's not bust a gut funny. No, it's, it's like that, dark funny. Dark and also that kind of, you know, waspy one-liners right. kind of thing. You know, the the Steve Martin, Martin Short type of waspy one-liner. Um, 
and just the vibe of the building. It's a lot of like old white people, a borscht belt, old white people type of comedy, you know, like, uh, I'm fine with it. <laughs> You're fine. With as it? long as there's a balance, right? There is. And there was definitely a stupid bit where like Steve Martin finds a dead cat in a freezer. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to explain to Martin short. out like, it's a scene where he's like, he always like was tried to like hide himself away, and clearly something's up with his wife. You see him like making omelets and throwing them away all the time. Like, right. um, and he's talking about it's like I'm I'm coming out of my shell. I got to learn to trust people. Like I I I took a cat's leg out of a, out of a fridge. <laughs> it's warm now, and the smell is new. <laughs> well done. Uh. Um, yes, it's very <laughs> Selena Gomez's character has no time for either of them. Really, she's just right. there because she likes the. They're willing to go on the uh, the true crime down the true crime rabbit hole with her. That's the only reason she's there with them. That's why. Um, that's why so many friends become friends. <laughs> They're like, "Oh wait, you like murder too?" I mean, two hundred fifty three episodes. That's why we've been doing this. You found somebody who liked the weird shit you do, and you just talk about it for an hour on a mic every week. Or you found someone who will sit and listen to you talk about weird shit and won't judge you. Basically, thanks, so, Jordan. <laughs> So that is all I got into this week. It's quite a lot. Nothing really nerdy. I did get into a lot. None of it was really nerdy. It was all nerdy. It was all nerdy. So friends, check out He's All That. You can get at me on twitter.com slash geekdownpod. Get up off Twitter. Let me know. Let me know all those thoughts. And now I believe, Katie Mac. Yeah. We gotta find find somewhere to get food. Yeah. It's very important. It is very important. What are you feeling like? Uh, I feel like something that is chickeny, maybe? Chickeny. Chickeny, y'all. Chickeny, maybe, you know, I can, I can do some chicken. And something that I would not be able to get in Hamilton. Oh. Hamilton on the come up, though, so you, know, you never know. <laughs> we, we went by a food truck today. What was it called? I think it was called Burger Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> So, you know, Hamilton no is, is there. and Hamilton isn't at the same time. <laughs> uh, Burger truck. I believe you may have mentioned something about, uh, was it Brazilian food? Yeah, but I'm like, I get anxious to the idea of going there without Leah, because she just speaks fluent Portuguese to them, and they bring her what she wants. Okay. It's also not, it's not, it's not a meal. Oh, okay. The Brazilian stuff's not a meal. It's just like a, it's a snack. It's snack. Snack. So... We'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, it's too hot for ramen. It's too hot for ramen. How dare you? It's never too hot for ramen. It is, though. Maybe find some sushi or something somewhere. Anyway, we're just going to take another hour for us to figure this out, friends. So yeah. I believe uh, we will take our leave at this point. Will we be back in person next week? I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope so. I hope so, guys. You're just going to have to come back Come back to see, friends. Yeah. How long is how long's this cord going to hold up? This is the first time I had to set up two mics in this place <laughs> in a year and a half. Uh, I got a message being like, whoops. <laughs> I, bust, I busted out the first cord and didn't have a second mic and went, welp, things I should have checked out before <laughs> an hour before she was supposed to get here. I was already on the train. Would have just been passing this back. So, okay, what do you think about uh, that? I, I like it. Yeah, good. That's, that's good. <laughs> Best episode of the show ever. Anyway, friends, we hope you will come back to join us again next week. The fact that you spend an hour and change of your lives with us every week in these uncertain times truly means the word truly means the world to us. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. I'm I'm here in the room. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. I'm getting hit. I'm hitting her. You can hear the fat <laughs> <laughs> my R flat just like in the wind. Who's the, the wind? <laughs> Who's the theme song by? By Rob Gasser. And I hope you will join us next week for hopefully another amazing in-person episode of the Geek Down Podcast. I used to work with someone and basically all she would do to make people think she was working is move papers around on her desk. I try that. And I, fi- and I figured it out eventually and I, I was like, try that at work. you fucking bitch. <laughs> You're not busy at all. You're just moving the same papers around. Shuffling. 
Shuffle. See? Every day I'm shuffling. I'm fucking, fucking reading shit. <laughs> <laughs> Taking fucking notes. <laughs>